Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. So you come home in a state of euphoria after an amazing date, and it's the first time you met him, and everything seemed to go well. I mean, you had great conversation, phenomenal chemistry, shared passions. I mean, you really felt something here, and you're sure that you're going to see him again. So you go home that night so excited, and you wait. And one day goes by, you look at your phone, and there's nothing. Two days go by, same thing, silence. Then a week goes by and nothing, no word from this guy who you thought he couldn't wait to see you again and and you couldn't wait to see him again. And then you start overanalyzing to death, making up stories of what could have happened, what happened. And you might even reach out, right, just to get his attention. Sound familiar? Yeah. Um, This happens all the time, and this is what we call ghosting, right? And if you have dated long enough or enough in general, most likely you've experienced this phenomenon. Now, ghosting happens both for men and women, but I think it, you know, in this podcast, I'm going to focus more on how it happens to women because let's face it, it's a little more common when a guy ghosts because the guy is supposed to follow up usually on a date. So I'm going to focus on that. But you ladies aren't getting off the hook because you ghost men too. And I'm probably going to do a whole other podcast around that. So we are going to dive in and talk about how to deal with ghosting. Now, I want to start out by telling a personal story. And this is something actually I've never shared. And it's just really appropriate. So as you all know, after my divorce, and as I'm going down the yellow brick road, dating a ton of people, and I've shared some really great stories with you. And what I haven't shared with you (laughs) is something pretty horrific that had happened to me. So there was this guy that I was introduced to, and we pretty much hit it off, and I was really excited about it. He had a lot of qualifications that I was looking for in a man and um, had a lot of characteristics that I found endearing. And he invited me to a party, and actually he is kind of in the celebrity world, and I thought it was really fun. And I want you to know that I went to the party by myself. Yes, I did. And this is because I always practice what I preach. And it was awesome that I did that. I was a little nervous. But because of that, I was able to meet so many people and including really connecting with this guy, right? And so by the end of the night, we were kind of locked in and he invited me out on an official date. So I was really excited. The date he had set up was magical. Okay. So he said, just get ready. I'm going to take you to the Laker game and I'm going to pick you up around six o'clock. So I get ready. I'm looking really casually cute in my clothes, of course. And all of a sudden I see out the window, this huge ass Hummer limo And it was his private limo (laughs) picking me up, right? 
I felt like Cinderella. I had gotten dressed for the ball and here I go. So I go into this Hummer and of course drinks were ready for me and, you know, wanted to make sure that I was comfortable with the right temperature and everything. And we were having a ball all the way to laughing and having fun. And we get to the Laker game and of course we have VIP seats. And we get seated right where all the celebrities are. Um, Afterwards, we decide to go to this club where a party was. And there was a line wrapped around the building. Of course, we got whisked to the front of the line because he just waved his finger. And we go in only to find that we had this private setup inside and met his best friend, who is actually an A-list actor who will remain nameless because I'm not going to say his name. (laughs) And so everything sounds great, right? Magical. We even did a little kissing in the car. But literally, the moment I stepped into that kind of bar scene, that's where everything changed. And we went from connecting and laughing and having a great time to all of the sudden he was doing these disappearing acts where all of a sudden I'm looking around me and I have no idea where he went. He was bebopping around and he was just, he was literally nowhere. And then just as the clock was about to strike midnight, I realized what time it was and I had to be home. And I told him I needed to go home. I finally found him. And he said, no problem. He rose his finger yet again, and suddenly his driver was over right next to me, and he chauffeured me home back to my doorstep all alone. And so that limo turned into a pumpkin, and I was back in my raggedy clothes. Well, okay, they were my pajamas, but you get the drift. That I truly went back to my raggedy Cinderella clothes. The only thing I didn't do that night was leave a glass slipper behind. And believe me, I wish I did because I didn't hear from him again. Ugh, it happened. It happened to me. And so I kept thinking to myself, what the heck happened? And I have to be honest, it haunted me for a very long time. I was ghosted. And so I'm thinking to myself, did I do something wrong? Was he just not into me? And I'm like thinking in my head, but but the limo, we were laughing, we were making out, his kisses. <laughs> but and maybe I thought, I don't know, okay, maybe there's another girl on the side. But the truth was, it really didn't matter what the reason was. And I didn't come to that until later because the fact was I was ghosted. So if you're a woman listening to this, ladies, this is for you. And men, if you're if you're listening to this, I want you to hear this too because it's good to hear the other side of this. Ghosting happens all of the time if you date enough. You'll experience it. But what's more important, and this is what I want to really focus on today, is it's more how you deal with it than anything else. So many women take it personally, just like I had done. And it can shatter your beliefs in love, really. It can like totally leave you in a tailspin. And you think that then men are just assholes. And then you might like really think that you just rather be alone than date. But 
What if you knew that it was more about your mindset and the belief in what you deserve that's important rather than the ghosting itself? Because here's the thing, ladies. There are usually three main reasons why I find men fall silent. And I'm going to go into that. And then I want to talk about how to deal with that. Because again, ghosting happens all the time if you're dating enough. So let's get into why men ghost and the signs you can look for. Number one, he's just not into you, right? It's just like how the movie said. Although you may have really liked him and you felt chemistry, it's possible that he just didn't feel the same way. Maybe he was kind of faking it. Maybe he was thinking about another woman. You misread it or you overlooked the signals. Because a lot of guys report to me, especially after working with so many men, that they just didn't find a woman attractive. Like they may have liked her, but they put her in a friend zone. And there could have been something about the way she looked, the way she acted, the lack of flirting. He didn't feel that chemistry. And so he was kind of turned off. So when you're on the date Really try to pay attention to these three signals. This is something you can start honing in on right away. Pay attention to the nonverbal gestures. So again, 93% of communication is nonverbal. So really tune into that. Tune into his verbal indicators, you know, what he's saying to you and the way he follows up. So the follow-up action. Nonverbal signals like eye contact, touching, smiling can really indicate attraction. Now, looking back on my scenario, I thought all the nonverbal signals were there. I mean, we had the eye contact, the touching, the smiling, and then it literally just stopped when we went into that club. Now, I I don't know what happened, <laughs> you know, in that club and for whatever reason, and I will tell you at the end I had the opportunity to reconnect with him and he told me the story and it's fascinating to hear his version. But in that moment, I really didn't know. So I thought maybe he he wasn't attracted. Also, notice what he says to you. So these are the verbal indications like, is he giving you compliments? Is he talking about the future plans with you? That's the most important. Like, oh, well, next time I'll take you on even better restaurant that I know about that really has the most amazing steaks. You know, like things like that indicate that there's some follow-up that he's thinking about. So it's talking about things like that. You know, it can be a restaurant. It can be just things about what he's hearing you give him, things of the future, that he's looking forward to seeing you again. You also want to see if he is showing genuine interest in what you you're saying? Is he listening to you? So if you say that you like chocolate, does he then add later on, oh, I want to take you to this great chocolate place? Those are all really good signs that he's into you and that he wants to see you again. I mean, here's the thing. Men will show passion in seeing you again right away, usually if they're on it, right? That you'll get a call, a text, an email, and they usually have some passion behind it. Okay. So that's the first one. That's the first reason why a man will fall silent is that he's just not attracted to you. Okay, number two, 
He is dating someone else. Plain and simple. Look, the truth is, is that this is, you know, the dating world today. A lot of people are dating many people. And the guy may have really liked you, but let's face it, there might have been someone else in the pipeline. Another woman that he was dating, he was been kind of waiting to see if it gets to the next level. And it just did. And it's hard to really know after one date if the man is seeing other people unless he's upfront about it. But regardless if he is or not, it's still best to have fun, focus on that date rather than asking a million questions about other women and who they're dating and all that. Because then even if they're not dating other people, that in itself will ultimately cause him to feel pressured and then he'll run for the hills. All right. Okay. The third reason why men fall silent is the timing's off. And a lot of women don't really think about this, actually. He could really, really like you, but the timing just isn't right. And many women will say, well, If he knew he was under stress and the time wasn't right or he's coming out of a relationship, why would he even go out with me to begin with? But here's the thing. A lot of times guys don't think past just what they want. And maybe he really liked what was on your profile. Maybe he just really liked you when he met you. And that's all he knew is that he liked you and that maybe he would want to explore something with you. But then... After you meet, he realizes, oh gosh, I I just don't know if I can handle this right now. I mean, he could be under a great amount of stress financially, or maybe he's coming out of a relationship, maybe someone's sick in the family. But if he really likes you, sometimes that will even cause more of a like friction because he realizes he just can't give you what he, you know, what he can give. So whatever the reason for a silence, the important thing to keep in mind is that he is not right for you in this moment. That's what's important. Okay, so regardless of all these reasons why men fall silent, what I really want to focus on, and to me this is the most important, is how to cope with the ghosting because this can really paralyze a lot of people. I mean, you heard my story in the beginning. Gosh, all those countless hours ruminating of what happened to me and what happened to that guy that day. And if I knew then what I knew now, I would have like gone forward so much faster. So I want to go over some tips on how to cope with this. Number one, don't take it personal. There are a zillion reasons you just heard why it didn't happen. And too often, you know, blame is placed on yourself. You know, women especially, they'll blame themselves and wonder if it was something that they did wrong. I mean, listen to my story. I really thought something I did was awful that night. And I just kept thinking about my behavior. Did I say something? And I will disclose, I kind of hinted before, (laughs) that I got the opportunity to actually talk to him later on. It was actually maybe like a year or two later I ran into him. And we had a good discussion about it. And I was detached from it at that time. So for me, it was really helpful to have some closure and just understanding from a different perspective. Do you know that he had a completely different recollection of what happened that night? 
completely. In fact, he didn't even think of it as him disappearing. He, I think, realized after our date, it was kind of like the number three that I mentioned that he had a lot going on with his business, with his personal life, and that he actually really liked me. And he had the sense that I was in a different place. I was ready more for a relationship that he just couldn't give me. So he felt like he was being a gentleman by having the guy drive me home. And he really didn't think anything of it. So it was fascinating to hear his end of things, whether it was BS or not, it, it really didn't matter. But again, we all have different perspectives. And I find this to be true all the time when I'm talking to both parties. Actually, when I was a matchmaker, I would hear that all the time two different perspectives of the same thing. So here's the thing, going back to how to cope with that, don't blame yourself. Again, there's a zillion reasons of why this happened. And although you may have felt intensely connected to that person who disappeared in many incidences, it isn't the loss of the relationship or the date or the connection or even the person that you're upset about. It's actually the sudden interruption of your good feelings, the destruction of your hopes and dreams, and your deflated positive feeling about yourself. But again, it doesn't matter what the reason is. You need to focus on that you're a great catch and you deserve someone who is ready for you. Okay? Number two, another good way of coping with this is to stop getting in your head and wasting all this energy. Oh my gosh. I mean, women, we make up a thousand stories in our heads and guys don't do this by the way, but we do of what happened. And again, the reason he didn't come back is probably pretty simple as I outlined before, but it's wasted energy and time worrying about what happened also builds anxiety. And what happens with that is it'll paralyze you and it'll prevent you from moving forward. It'll prevent you from going out on another date because you're so caught up and preoccupied with what happened. So the first step in deciding how to handle it really involves understanding why the loss of that brief connection with another person can take up so much space in your psyche. I had a friend who, oh my gosh, this would happen to her all the time. And she was dating up a storm. And every time a guy like didn't call her back or she was getting, you know, really in her head about it, again, it was eating her up and she couldn't even focus on the next date. And she was really staying stuck in her anxiety. So be careful of that. Okay. Number three, offer yourself some understanding and sympathy come on, you're, what you're feeling is normal, all right? As, a, as I'm saying, obviously, there's articles about this and there's a lot of psychology behind this because, you know, being healthy is, is, is being human. Being human is healthy. It's, it's all normal and that's good. It means you're engaged in the world and relationships in your life. But in essence, take care of yourself and do fun things to pamper yourself and to move forward. Because if you don't start getting into a positive space, you again will remain stuck. Okay. And then finally, number four, I want you to let it go. Whatever happened, you will feel better when you move on. I promise. Of course, you can't do it until you're ready, but give your permission. Give yourself permission to take care of yourself and move at your own pace. 
not anyone else's. I mean, you'll get a lot of advice from other people. Oh, just get over it. It was no big deal. But you know, you got to do you and go at the pace that works for you. But as the old saying goes, you know, the best thing to do when the horse has thrown you is to get back in the saddle as quickly as possible. So don't wait too long. And it's normal to feel worried about being thrown again. But when you're happily dating someone else, the ghoster will be nothing more than a ghost in your distant memory. I promise. So ghosting happens all the time. You just have to learn how to deal with it. And really, the more you get into it, and even if it happens to you over time, multiple times, you'll get a thicker skin and you'll learn to not take it so personal. So whatever the reason for a silence, the important thing is to keep in mind that he's not right for you at this moment. You want a man who shows passion towards seeing you again. So stay focused on that. Stay focused on who is really benefiting you at that time and who is showing passion towards you. And here's the other thing. If the timing isn't right, but the person is, a lot of times these guys circle back, you know, and he'll come out of the cave and get you if, if it's something that's right. All right. So now is one of my favorite times of the podcast is the letter that I received for this topic. And obviously something I think all of you will really relate to. This is from Invisible Sally. And she says, I'll go out on a date with a guy and it will seem to go very well. And after that, we will text a little for a few days. But anytime I suggest a second date, he just stops replying. And most of them are from Tinder and Bumble. So I think it's usually because all they are looking for is casual hookups or one night stands. It seems like anytime I show actual interest in someone, I get ghosted. Sick of being invisible, Sally. Ah, uh, yes, the wild, wild west of online dating. And look, there are a lot of ghosts that hang out in the wild, wild west, right? And there is some truth about people looking for casual and non-commitment situations on those apps. But the truth is, is that there are also a lot of guys looking for relationships and they don't ghost you know? And so not everybody is like that, but it seems like, Sally, there's some sort of pattern here. And that's what I'm interested in. So again, I always say this, we cannot change the disappearing acts that these men do, but you can change the way you are going about things and your mindset around it. I mean, to me, it sounds like you have a little bit of a victim mentality around this and have a mindset that all men online are casual hookup guys or ghosts. So the first thing I invite you to do is to change your mindset. And I want you to get more of an abundance mindset and one that is self-deserving rather than a scarcity mindset or a negative one. Because if you continue to think that all guys ghost on you, then guess what? They will because you're already in that negative space. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I want you to look at your approach in landing the date and then what's happening on the date. 
I'm hearing that you're doing a lot of app dating. I don't know what else you're doing. So again, diversify your dating portfolio so that you are meeting men everywhere you go, socially, out in the real world, because right now you might be numbing out and swiping and there's a certain kind of dating that goes with that, right? Just to land dates. But I'm wondering if you're really building connections beforehand. Are you just, you know, landing the date and going out? And then when you're on the date, there's something happening. And I'm wondering why you're suggesting the second date. You keep saying every time afterwards, you're the one that's asking for the date. And I don't understand why that is. What is your energy, right? Are you letting the men come to you or are you quickly trying to land the second date and being in your masculine? So next time you go on a date, I want you to slow down, flirt, drop some hints that you want to see him again, and let the guy come to you. Your energy seems to be one that is chasing rather than receiving. So I want you to drop more hankies and carry an attitude that you have an abundance of men all around you. So overall, if you slow down, change your approach and your mindset, I think you will start seeing a difference in the way that guys approach you and then follow up with you. And if you are like Sally and you find yourself in a pattern with these men, empower yourself in ways so that you can get rid of these ghosts so that they stop haunting you and that you start attracting somebody who actually wants to commit and see you again. Because again, ghosting happens all of the time if you date enough. It is more it is more about how you deal with it. So I hope that was helpful in thinking about empowering yourself and changing patterns in your life. And of course, this has been the Charisma Quotient, and I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to join my free Facebook group. It's called the Love Makeover Insiders. Click the link in the show description where you can continue this conversation of not being ghosted. Actually, this you know conversation happened a lot in our group recently, which has made me want to do this podcast today. So I encourage you to join and get support from a lot of amazing women. Stay tuned until next week with more tips and how to feel and look fabulous every day. Thank you.